Welcome to Creative Resolutions in Action, a podcast that dives into the real world of Manitoba with a mixture of smart conversation, expert advice, behind-the-scenes stories, and straight talk from leaders in government, business, industry, academia, and civil society. Creative Resolutions in Action, Manitobans Building Strong Communities. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of sitting down with Martin McGarry. Martin is the president and CEO of Cushman Wakefield Stevenson, a full-service commercial real estate company in the Winnipeg metropolitan region. Martin has a wealth of knowledge when it comes to real estate, land development, and the principles of good planning. Martin, you know, thank you so much for joining us today. You have a lot of experience in this market, in the real estate and commercial real estate market. And uh, I just, you know, wanted to know what your feelings are around the need for a growth plan and how that actually relates to the commercial real estate market. You know, capital travels wherever there's opportunity and ease of opportunity. So, you know, if we can use Centerport North on the RM side, it's, you know, it's been a long time coming. I mean, I think I've spent 15 years at least battling different councils over the years to try and get things rolling. But if you drove through it today, you, you know, it's it's the poster child for how, you know, the rest of the area and surrounding RMs could be. So you think there's some good examples that we can follow um, for development in the metro region as we move forward with getting our land use sorted out? For sure. And as uh, as everybody knows, capital, there is no boundaries for capital. So it's ease. Ease is you know, like zoning, planning, permitting. You know, the same rules, the same regulations, the same treatment, the same speed, no matter where you go. If you're in, you know, doesn't matter if you're in Springfield or Rajat or where you are or in Centerport, it should be seamless because the money doesn't care whose RM it is. So recently there's been a couple of um, mandates that have been given to the Winnipeg metro region. One is to work on a regional growth strategy and the second is to start to to look at um, the zoning and planning and all of those aspects that as you know we all know um, can either help or hinder growth in the Winnipeg metropolitan region. Can you talk to me a little bit about what happens when we've got a disconnect in the standards and regulations and plans and and the processes? What happens at, from the developer's perspective when that happens? They move on. I mean, there's only so much you can do in any given council or RM to get your plan across. And if there's roadblocks or it takes too long or you know there's offsite costs that you didn't anticipate, they're just they're just going to move on. The money will travel wherever it's the simplest and fairest to get it done. And a huge part of that is zoning and planning, for sure. I mean, in a perfect world for the, you know, the whole um, surrounding capital region, if, the, if it was one-stop shop, which is something that Centerport has tried to do, although haven't really, you know, there's a special planning authority that overrides. Yes. And if there was, you know, a special planning authority for the capital region, for the, you know, the development handbook is the same, I think everybody wins. Because at the end of the day, it's about economic development. And driving jobs. So if if we throw up roadblocks, particularly in Winnipeg, that that capital is gone, and, and we've seen that time and time again. And so in your in your experience, you've seen capital that's left this jurisdiction many times, many times. If you're going to attract business, I mean, yes, Winnipeg is doing a great job, and you know, trying to attract new business and working with site selectors, you know, all over the world. But you know, there has to be up when when you finally land a prospect, you have to make it simple for them. Quick and painless. Shovel-ready land is the is the key to that. So nobody has time to do a new development agreement or go through hearings or 
any of that, you know, to get a piece of land that they want rezoned. If if capital is coming here, if a big user is coming here, they want to see that land subdivided, zoned, serviced, ready to go, so they can pull the trigger and get a building permit and start to work. And so that makes me curious about the fact that when, when capital or investors are coming here and they're looking for something, they're just looking for the site. They don't care whose municipality it is. They don't care. They, they want serviced land and they want to know that there's an ease in getting their business or their operations up and running. Is that correct? Yeah, no, absolutely. And amenities go hand in hand with that as well. I mean, in terms of, you know, housing, stock, access to labor, you know, uh, the right sewer and water infrastructure. I mean, all of that is important as well. Highway. And there's so many different users, whether it's an ag user or a manufacturer, they're not going to be in the same location. Some of those ag producers are going to be in McDonald or Rosser or, you know, on the outside of the perimeter. And some of the manufacturers will be inside. There's there's, There's room for everybody and everybody needs something different depending. They might need rail access. They might need a whole bunch of different things. But the key is one stop shop. So we talked a lot about, um, you know, what business and industry need. And I was wondering, you know, we talked a little bit about sewer and water. Are there other essential services that businesses are looking, if they're coming here and bringing capital, what other things is are actually considered basic services nowadays? Uh, well, there's two things there probably. Amenities, believe it or not, if you're in an isolated 100,000 square foot warehouse in the middle of nowhere, um, I mean, you really need, um, you know, a place for people to go. That's where you see all these new business parks actually that have amenities and drive-throughs and shopping and you know, the real mixed use is a real big term now. So you need that. You can't just plop a huge warehouse in the middle of a field. There has to be a development plan around it. Um, there has to be housing and shopping and, and all those kinds of amenities for the people that are work for you. And obviously you can't run a business without high-speed internet. So, I mean... I got a chance to talk to some site selectors and what they've always told me is by having more variety in your portfolio, you become more attractive to more people. And so by making sure that we have, you know, development opportunities, as you said, in different areas of the, of the metro region based on what people need is really important as we start to, to go out into the world and, and market who we are here in the Winnipeg metro region. Well, back in the 60s, the city of Winnipeg created their own industrial parks, for instance. They did Murray Park, they did Inkster Park, and they did St. Bob's Industrial Park. I mean, that capital uh, investment created those parks where there was opportunity for somebody to come in. That's the kind of, in different areas of the city, I mean, we've grown immensely since those parks were created. That's the kind of uh, diversity you need. You need a park and availability in the south, you need it in the north, you need it in the west depending on what infrastructure those users might need. So there's enough room for everybody to get into this uh, Absolutely. This whole development uh, opportunity and to see their communities thrive. As you know, we've been tasked with creating um, a regional land use and servicing strategy or, or plan for the Winnipeg metro region. What would be the benefits that you would see? I mean, talk about this was from 1998 and um, we've done we haven't really got a lot done since then and I mean I know you've been championing this kind of idea for a really long time what's different now well Winnipeg in this right it's we've come into our own we're growing um, you know it's capital is arriving here on a regular basis now for investment real estate so Winnipeg has been uh, and this rounding has been discovered right it's not we're not you know the back of the bus anymore we're here we've arrived so now is the time to get all of this in order. 
Otherwise, we're just going to stunt our growth. And, you know, economic development is a term that we don't often talk about. We've never talked about it as much as we do now, which is great. But it's for the benefit of everybody. I mean, it's, it's jobs, it's growth. And, you know, there's never been a better time than now. So, Martin, I'm just wondering, you know, as you know, if we're going to get this regional plan moving, we're going to need everybody participating. And a big part of moving it forward is going to be business and industry. And I'm just wondering, as a developer of commercial real estate, how do you see yourself um, and how do you see other uh, developers participating in helping us do the, in helping us with the heavy lifting of this plan? Well, it, it comes down to mindset too, right? I mean, it, it can't be mine, 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 my project, my sewer, my water, my zoning, my planning, my piece. I mean, there has to be a, a bigger picture. Um, and I'll use Centerport South again as a, you know, there's a group called uh, WALK, Winnipeg Airport Land Corporation. It's kind of like a co-op, but there's a whole bunch of landowners involved. And the reason that was set up was to uh, sort of work together. So it's not, we have a vested interest. We own some land in that area, but so do many, many other developers. And that's really what has to happen. Everybody has to, you know, work for the greater good. Everybody wins if you work for the greater good, but it's a hard it's a hard lesson to teach for sure. And so you see there's an opportunity for us all to work together in moving this greater good Yeah, forward. I mean, it, it just sounds a bit trite, right? I mean, that, you know, we should all work together is a pretty simple thing. Everybody knows collaboration ends up with better results. But yeah, I mean, it's we, we got to do it. And, and the real estate community, which is, you know, um, five or six, you know, top tier companies, the same companies that are doing real estate all over the world. It's the same five brands wherever you go. We could play a large role. We talk to the users. We talk to everybody. We're in the, we're in the front lines of somebody that's wanting to build a new building, wanting to relocate, somebody coming to Winnipeg with another broker. We see it all coming. So, you know, we have a very big vested interest as an industry to get this right. So, Anything we can do to help as an industry would be, you know, money well spent. One other question I, I have for you. If you could give the mayors and Reeves and councillors some advice, like as they sit at the table and we, you know, we start to think about how are we going to move these ideas and concepts forward into something that provides a surety for developers, provides a really good quality of life to secure our future, what would be a piece of advice, just one piece of advice you'd want to give them? Everybody wins if you're on the bus together. So, I mean, you know, it can't be about this community, that community. It can't be about the city. There has to be, and that's why this is timely again, obviously, is everybody has to be pulling in the same direction or we're not going to succeed. And one last question. We've been asking everybody this question before we end. If you could <clears throat> sit down and have a conversation with anyone in the world, who would it be and what would you ask them or talk to them about? If anybody in the world, well, that's a tough question. Um, well, for right now, I'd probably sit down with the um, existing prime minister, give him some advice on economic development, and say that Winnipeg is worth investing in. Thank you so much, Martin. I really appreciate you taking the time to come out and, and talk with us on this podcast. And we're really hoping that we'll be able to move this regional plan forward for all Manitobans. I sure hope we succeed this time around because everybody wins. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thank you all for joining us today on Creative Resolutions in Action. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to check out episode 10, where we talk with Lisa Prime of Prime Strategy. Lisa has a wealth of experience in community planning and sustainability projects across Canada and North America. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like, and tell me what you think from these conversations in the reviews and who else you might like to hear from. Be sure to watch for episode 12 next time 
where we talk with Ron Hamley, the president of the Winnipeg Construction Association. Creative Resolutions in Action, Manitobans Building Strong Communities.